Blog Talk Radio. Diva Strategies for Success, where every week I bring you a dynamic guest. Our show is normally on Mondays at 4 p.m., but because we have a conference coming up and I want to get everybody interviewed on the conference, I've scheduled a few other days. Uh, the NAFI yearly conference is going to be April 22, 2017, at the Corporate Room, which is at 34846 Monte Vista Drive in Wildemar, California. We have six dynamic speakers, four entertainers, and uh, 12 vendors that are going to be there. Plus, we have opportunity drawings, and we're going to have um, door prizes. And The price is, is $90, and that includes continental breakfast, snacks, a fabulous buffet lunch, all the great speakers, and uh, entertainment and shopping, which women love to do. Every year this event sells out. If you go to www.wrnaffy.com, you'll be able to see all the bios and the pictures of the presenters and the entertainers. Today I want to tell you about one of the speakers um, in fact, we bring her back every year because she is so great, and she sort of ends the day with so much fun. Her name is Kelly Breeze, and she's the founder of Hoop It Up Worldwide. She has gone from world champion Houston Rocket cheerleader to movie and television choreographer to international fitness presenter. She has been a featured guest on Fox Network's Resort and Spa, Fit TV, and ESPN's Crunch Fitness. In addition, she has acted as a performer and choreographer for Paula Abdul's cardio dance videos. Some of her other star clients include Salma Hayek, Christy Alley, Maria Bello, and Annabeth Gish. Kelly has traveled to over 40 countries teaching world-class fitness to aerobic teachers and gym owners. She has also coached and choreographed over 100 top fitness competitors from all over the world, many of whom have brought home numerous national, world, and universal titles. Kelly graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree in health and physical education. She was a physical education teacher in Houston, Texas for several years while working on her master's degree in exercise psychology. She taught at the collegiate level courses in skills for adolescents, health, fitness, and aerobics. Kelly is a pioneer in her field and strives to always keep it on the cutting edge. Her innovation street jam, hip-hop, and funk moves have been called some of the best stuff this side of the Atlantic, according to the London author Meritika Horner in her book Secrets of an Aerobic Instructor. 
Kelly has presented as a keynote speaker at the National Women's Entrepreneur Annual Conference, as well as our prior NAFI conferences, and she has energized thousands at the National Children's Obesity Conference. For the last several years, she has turned her focus and attention to motivate and inspire millions of children around the world. Now these kids get the opportunity to see what top fitness teachers, dance students, and enthusiasts have been raving about. She also has been at the White House and done her hoops with many, many children there, covering the magical fitness effects of the hoop. She has vowed to get as many human beings hooping for happiness and peace around the globe. Her mission is to bring together people of all ages, all levels of fitness, and all walks of life, to hoop it, to dance, to dream as one. As I said, she has been at several of our conferences, and what's really wonderful is that everybody just gets, we have her in the afternoon, she's one of the the last presenter, and it is always so fabulous because everybody's, you know, been there all day, and she gets them up, and they start laughing and having fun, and and every you know year we all get better at doing the hoop. I still haven't, but maybe this year is going to be my year. Uh, I wanted to tell you a little bit. I was hoping that Kelly could be on the air, but she's probably at one of the schools hooping it up with kids today with us. But I wanted to give you a background of her, and uh, in a little while we're going to be talking to my second guest. But I thought I'd give you a little bit about what is NAPI. NAFI is an organization of female executives, women business owners, and entrepreneurs that are totally dedicated to the advancement of women. We believe this can be done through education, mentoring, training skills, personal development, and public. The organization be, can be best described as a sisterhood or sorority. They are able to help and support others by providing needed resources. They have the opportunity to associate with women who are caring individuals, women who are committed to serving rather than being served. It is important for businesswomen and professionals to get involved with helping each other to grow. I I have been the NAFI Global Coordinator for 19 years, so I have seen this happening in NAFI. It is great to see the transformation that occurs when ideas are exchanged and mentoring occurs. Every one of our meetings has dynamic speakers sharing the lessons they have learned. The speakers are caring individuals who make an impact on the lives of others. I have had the pleasure of seeing metamorphosis occurring in people who exhibited fear, lack of confidence, lack of knowledge, make a big change. One of my members, Joni Wakeland, said, I was taught to be a social butterfly through NAFI encouragement. I, I created the hashtag free to fly. Because of my involvement with NAFI, I have met some very influential people. I earned awards for volunteering. NAFI gave me exposure. As I said, the annual NAFI conference uh, success up is scheduled April 22nd, 2017. Check-in is at 7.30 at the corporate room in Wildemar. The cost for the all-day conference with dynamic speakers, shopping, lunch, entertainment, opportunities, and lots of network networks is $90.
for more information, you can call me, Robbie Motter, 951-255-9200, or email me, rmotter at aol.com. Humans like to belong. NAFI is the community that provides the environment of teamwork so that everyone wins. We have many networks across the southwest Riverside County and all over the country, including Orange County and L.A. County, as well as other states. Each of these networks meet every month on the same day. So if you go to www.wrnafi.com, there's a list of all the networks. You just press the PDF uh, button. Also, NAFI is, uh, is going to be 45 years old this year, whose mission is helping women grow both personally and professionally. And they'll be c- celebrating 45 years of serving women. Their headquarters is in New York. And as I said, the meeting, the NAFI dues for a year is uh, $39. The main NAFI website is wrnafi.com. Meeting costs are $10 for members and $15 for guests. And then you order food and you pay the restaurant direct. I've made so many friends during the years that I've been involved with NAFI. They're like my family. And that's what people are saying. there's so many hidden doesn't even know. You have to belong to the group before you can really evaluate the benefits because it's more than just showing up. It's it's about making friendships. It's about helping one another. And so we hope that you will join us at the conference. You can actually purchase your ticket excuse me, online at the wrnappy.com website. And um, if you're doing a check, then uh, it tells you how to do that as well. So it's really a bargain, and you you will get a lot out of it. We sell out every year. We have no – there are no tickets available at the door because the event sells out about a month ahead of time. We hope that you will join us at one of our NAFI networks coming up soon. As I said, they meet every month at the same time. In fact, a bunch of us are going out on February 19th on a four, 44 of us are going out February 19th on a four-night Baja cruise. It goes to Catalina and into Ensenada, Mexico. So we're looking forward to that. And um, you know, there'll be more outings like that. We just like to get together and have fun. Uh, many of us volunteer for the Temecula Valley Symphony and for other events that happen because we care about what goes on in our community. So if you're a person that likes to uh, help others grow, and your uh, NAFI's mission is to help women grow both personally and professionally, then we hope that you will join us and um, become one of our members and come to our conference and check it out. I'm sure that once you come, you'll want to come every year because every year we have amazing speakers who come in from all over the, the country. And again, I'm sorry that Kelly wasn't here today. 
quickly, but she's probably someplace hooping it up. In a few minutes, we'll have our second guest, who is, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you her background, because she's amazing. Her name is Marianne Regini Spencer. She is. Uh, she has a passion for writing and content creation. She's a creative, out-of-the-box thinker and developing abstract concepts and ideas into branded realities for the marketplace is her forte. As a content creator for clients, as well as her own passion projects in the literary, film, and broadcast media area, Marianne uses her expertise and vision as an award-winning screenwriter, producer, author, journalist, TV host, seasoned PR marketing professional, and business owner into producing content and product that inspires, entertains, educates, and uplifts. She is the president of Redini Entertainment Corporation. In 1990, she founded this company, which is a multimedia content creation, PR marketing, and TV film production company, to combine her passions for writing, producing, and marketing. Her entire career has balanced these two specialized fields. For REC, Marianne develops and oversees all public relations, film, video, and multimedia activities, personally attending to each client and project. Under the Redini Entertainment Company banner, Marianne has helmed campaigns for such diverse clientele and major brands as NBC Universal, the United States Olympic Committee, working with Olympic athletes and hopefuls for the Games, E Entertainment Television, Miss Universe Incorporated, McGraw Hill, American Public Works, Stand Home Video, Anchor Bay Entertainment, and the city's Aventura and Riverside County and Tempe, Tempe, Arizona, among many others. As an award-winning screenwriter and member of the Writers Guild West and Producers Guild of America, Marianne is celebrated for co-producing, writing the award-winning movie, The Lost Valentine, which I love. It's starring Betty White and Jennifer Love Hewitt. The movie is critically acclaimed rating in association with Regini Entertainment Corporation based on the novel of the same name by James Michael Pratt. It premiered Sunday, January 30, 2011 on CBS TV to over 15 million viewers. It held its position for 15 as being CBS' highest TV-rated movie. And at the time of its premiere, it was Hallmark's highest movie in four years. Since its debut, it has gone become one of Hallmark's classic most beloved movies and is now part of Hallmark's Gold Crown collection. The movie also airs regularly on the Hallmark channel. Read more about The Lost Valentine, which is a beautiful story. A sampling of Marianne's numerous writing and or producing <coughs> credits to television and foreign theatrical dish include Cable News Network, People Now, and the Mike Douglas Show, <coughs> USA Networks, 
And um, the USA Networks um, Alive and Well, Sci-Fi Channel, MOWS, Showtime Networks, and and an award-winning environment news program uh, that is broadcast Marianne has worked as a freelance journalist throughout her career, printing into a variety of national and regional newspapers and magazines. Her very deep public writing screens writing novels, cookbook journalism, food and security, sustainable living, healthy lifestyles, and joyous living. Home and family marketing business for video reporter at Point Collins of Palm Springs Life magazine, food and virtual writer of magazine, Pacific magazine, Creator and host of Simply Delicious Living. Marianne also works as a consult, consultant, <coughs> recipe developer, and food stylist. A sampling of clients have included Jarlsberg USA, Woolwich Dairy, Garlic Cold, Benito's, Spicepia, and many others. Before founding REC, Marianne served as vice president of publicity and advertising and Promotion at Stephen Channel Productions. Supervising publicity and marketing initiatives in Los Angeles and Vancouver, Bridgeville, Columbia for such network television series like Sky, CBS, Firms on a variety of entertainment and corporate accounts. 
Mary Ann serves as a board member of the National Association of Women Business Owners, a novel venture travel chapter in the position as marketing director. She also lectures on a variety of topics, including food, epicurean, sustainable living, health and wellness, writing, TV and film production, PR marketing, and women's issues. So go to her website. Again, her book is coming out, Lady in the Window, and it looks like it's going to be her house, Simply Delicious Living with Mary Marianne. It looks fabulous as well. Maybe there's a problem with the uh, Dini, R-I-D-I-N-I, entertainmentcorporation.com. Mary Ann, M-A-R-Y-A-N-N, the D-R-D-I-N-I, censor.com. Check her out. So she, <laughs> she has a brilliant background. And uh, so um, I think at our event. She's going to have books. She will hopefully have um, copies of her novel, Lady in the Window. She'll have aprons. She'll have uh, flammable note cards, art, canvas bags, and other homework. Uh, Hello, Miss. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I think you're breaking up, though. I'm sorry. I you were just broke up. Now I can hear you great. I said I I've already done all your bio. You're amazing. So <laughs> I tell I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened with the show, but we're back on the air. And um, tell me about your new book. Oh, sure. Um, My book, Lady in the Window, comes out May 9th, 2017. It will be in bookstores, and uh, it's from Select Books. And it's about a young woman, a successful, respected lifestyle writer for a popular New York magazine. And she has everything she could want, a loving family, a great relationship, a handsome boyfriend who's a real estate developer, and great friends. And life gets even better when she scores a plum writing assignment to interview a talk show host, producer, and philanthropist, Olivia Larkin, in Hawaii. And little wow. does she know, however, but Kate doesn't realize that this trip is going to be proved to be divine providence. And then after that, terms with some life-changing losses that ultimately force her to face and pursue her authentic life. So in a way, you know, she has everything and loses everything and then she has to really dig in and find herself and there's a lot of magical and otherworldly occurrences that transpire to lead to inspire her on her new path and it gives her a deeper understanding of the world around her so it's you know i think everybody in their life as a young person has to try to find their authentic self their career um you know, they have different desires, and they everyone wants to find their right mate and, you know, have their life together. And she thinks she does, and then everything changes on a dime. 
That sounds like another Hallmark movie. <laughs> I love you know, the movie. The Lost Valentine? I love the movie The Lost Valentine. It was amazing. Oh, thank you. You know, we still get letters about that because it does air even though the first time it aired it was on CBS television um, since that uh-huh. time it's been airing on the Hallmark Channel every year uh, around know. Valentine's I Day I watched it again and, this year because it's so cool yeah, oh, thank you well you know and they sell the DVD and it's it's great because every time it airs it gets a whole new audience and then some of the fans from before so it's it was such a pleasure to work on and James Michael Pratt who wrote the book it was a lot of fun to adapt that novel to a screenplay and um I I've adapted I've adapted quite a few novels actually and I'm working with James on another book Ticket Home which um we're making oh. into a movie and even my book is I wrote the screenplay for that so that's being pitched as a movie by my representative so yeah, I think knock on from what you told me about the book it sounds like it would be a wonderful movie well you, you know so, I I'm so keeping diverse. my fingers crossed so many you have so many talents you're also a fabulous uh person on healthy living which is something every <laughs> So how did you get Thank in... you very much you know, I it was kind of a fluke. I have always been a writer, a journalist for magazines and newspapers. And when I worked at CNN, I produced entertainment news, but I also did all the cooking segments. And I said to myself, someday I'm going to write a cookbook and I'll do more with this. And then in 2009, I was given an opportunity to host a TV show on Time Warner Cable, a cooking show. And um, one thing led to another, and then in 2010, um, I I developed Simply Delicious Living, which is a TV show that airs on PBS in Southern California, and it also has its own channel on Roku. And simplydeliciousliving.com is my blog, and I it's all about healthy living and eating and great simple recipes with natural ingredients and inspirations for living. So um, it comes out of my work as a writer and a food editor. Oh, and. Um... Have you tried all the recipes that are in your book? Oh, you know, I I actually have developed all the recipes on my blog or mine uh, or family recipes. Oh, wow. And so, yes, I, I am a cook. I'm, I'm a home cook, and um, I have a cookbook. And uh, But in my novel, I actually use some of my recipes <laughs> because oh, my character cool. Kate likes to cook. Oh, so, that's good. Uh, so you were able to, to bring. Well, I can't. You know, I am just so excited to be able to meet you uh, at our conference. And next year when we do the conference, I absolutely want you to come and do one more keynote. Oh, I would love to. I mean, I would love to, and I'm. I can't wait to meet you. I've talked to you and emailed with you, and I. I just hear fabulous things about the conference, so I'm really looking forward to being there and having my booth. And, and I'll, I'll have books with me, so I'll be signing books, and I have some other things oh, good. that um, are related to the book that. Uh, yeah, you know, I saw I'll that you're going to have some frameable. You're going to have aprons and frameable note cards and canvas bags. Yes. And, my that. note cards. Those are actually, great things that people can. I, I think the note cards are taken from the book. They're scenes from the book. Oh wow, that is. Um, I can I gotta buy the book. Um, <laughs> tell me about the first book you wrote. That was um, 
Paradise Table. What was that about? Oh no, you, no the, that's actually my second book. The first book is the Lady in the Lady in the Window, and the second book is Paradise Table, and it's a sequel, and that'll be out in uh, 2018. And I'm just finishing it right now, and it's going to the editors uh, probably sometime in April because you know it takes a pro- it's a process to get a book done, and oh, uh, I know. it takes some time, and then it takes a while to print it. But it's actually a sequel to Lady in the Window, and it's um, I love the characters in, in Lady in the Window, and I didn't want to leave them, which is why there's a sequel. And um, I've created a little community, and it's pretty much in Kauai, in Hawaii. You know, I'm from Hawaii. You know, I'm I'm born in What island? Well, my mother was born in Kauai. I was born in, I'm five generations from the islands. And actually, I'm going to Hawaii March 8th to celebrate um, just my birthday. So I'm going to be there. And while I'm there, I'm going to try to to start a nappy chapter. Okay, well, there we go. I mean, you have to read this book. Yeah, because it's, I would it's love about Hawaii and it's about the Aloha oh. spirit. Oh yeah, I love Hawaii. Although when you grow up there, all you want to do is get off the rock. But then when you get older, <laughs> you want to go back to the rock. I just want to get True. there. <laughs> we actually have a place well, in Hawaii on the Big Island, but I, we're trying to, you know, be there more uh, in Hawaii. We go there all the time, and my husband and I just love it. So we try to spend as much time as possible, and I want to continue that and do it much more in the one future. One good thing when you go to Hawaii, you don't have to take many clothes, just a muumuu and slippers, and you're fine, or shorts. <laughs> I, love the fact that, I love the fact that you can walk around in flip-flops all the time. <laughs> I know, me too. I used to be, um, I was the first director of personnel for the Hawaiian Village Hotel in Hawaii, and that's what we wore to work, muumuus and slippers. It was wonderful, oh, you know. It, yeah, it's just, I, I loved it. And as, as a matter of fact, with Lady in the Window, I was going to set it back east in a little town of Kachog where my parents lived. It was because it's a courier and eyes, beautiful, gorgeous town. And I thought it would be a wonderful place. However, when my, we went to Kauai in 2014, we, I had been to the islands but never to Kauai. It was my first time. And when I went there, it was so unbelievably gorgeous and I felt like I was in another time period and I just knew that it would be the right place to set the book and so um, and I just fell in love with so many different things about the island so I, I share all that in my book and my editor actually oh, said Marianne I, have, I haven't been there but now I'm going and she actually went because she read the book and she said I have to go well, I'm going to have to let that. Uh, I'm going to be meeting with one of the women commissioners in Hawaii. Somebody just recommend, uh, gave me a contact. So I'm going to tell her about your book because she Thank certainly can so get much. it publicized out there and mm-hmm. uh, let other people know. So that is going to be great. Um, um, how do you get the ideas for the book? Well, you know, this one. Um, I had an idea. First of all, I always wanted to write novels, but I was so focused on working for magazines, newspapers. But I had this idea. I wanted it to be about a family, and I wanted it to be. I just an idea came to me one day about having a a, a relative, a spirit who who is so loved by the family who passes away, and having that person help guide their loved ones 
And I wanted, I love that concept, and that I use it in the book um, because the story comes out of that. Kate is guided, and in the very prologue of the book, you you'll read it, and the, there's a little bit of mystery there because a spirit re- touches, relates to her, watches her, and sees her in pain, and tries to make it better. Oh wow, that is cool, and I'm sure that. <laughs> Um, you know, within their own style and find it, them, you know, their passion, what they want to do, and, and be guided as well. Yes. I mean, it's so important. Um, also, I, I talk about this in the book to listen um, to and watch for the signs because it's, it, I do believe our loved ones live on even after they pass and they help guide us. And um, as a matter of fact, I, I do a little, I uh, have a little bit of a promo interview, a Q&A on video talking about this and the Aloha spirit. And just some things from the book that I think everyone can relate to because we're all connected. You should send me that video and we'll post it on our Facebook. I will. Um, Navi Facebook so that people get to know a little bit more about you know, I mean, you do so many things. I thought I did a lot, but, I mean, you are uh, unbelievable. Do you sleep? <laughs> little, a little bit. <laughs> Let's, I get up early. That's I think the thing. I get up very early. <laughs> right in the I'm sorry? <laughs> so that you're able to get all the chapters done and things like that? Well, you know, I put myself on a writing schedule, um, and I actually plan it out. I, I plot out my books before I write them and my scripts. And then what I do is I put myself on a writing schedule where I at least have to write 20 pages a week. And wow. I can do it in three days, I can do it in four days or five days or seven days, but I have to get the 20 pages in. So, um, and if I, if I get it in all in the first three days, great, I have a few days off. But um, because I also have clients and I do other work, I have to make time for my creative writing. And I, and I, know, and I, and I, it, I just came to me to put myself on a writing schedule like that, and it works. And it's really yeah. the only way because life has a way of just happening. And if you don't put yourself on a schedule, things happen every day. You will get so um, torn from your work. So in the morning, I, I usually write in the morning. And I write before things get really busy in, with work. So it's from 7 to 9 or I might write a little earlier if I get up earlier. It just depends. But I try to finish my writing by 10 a.m., my creative writing. And then I'll do other things, um, other work for clients, maybe different kinds of writing that I do. But my creative screenplays, novel writing, I always try to do first thing when I wake up because I'm fresh. And I also don't want all the input of – I'm very attuned to energy, and uh, uh-huh. I, tr- I like to have it calm. I, I may put some soothing music on because I almost I, I want to just sit down and have things flow and not have to worry about anything else. 
So I'm actually taking a trip when I write. Wow, I'm that's taking a cool. trip into do you, the story. Do you outline all your Do you outline all your chapters first, and then so you know what yes. you have to do, or do you just absolutely? I heard that that was. A good... I don't like to edit. I don't really like to edit very much, and I find that if I plot out every chapter. I plot. I know what's going to happen. I'll put a few lines for every chapter, and then I break down the chapters, and then I, I so I know where I'm going. And once in a while, things can change. And when you're writing the dialogue or um, the action, things can happen where you can take your time, and and it's it's a great process. But I really want to know where I'm going because otherwise, it's like if you don't have a roadmap. But you're just not going to, it's not going to make sense or you'll have to go back and edit so much. And I really don't like to do that. I like to kind of know where I'm going. If When I go back and reread it, then I'll make some little edits here and there. Um, I may add things into the chapters, but I'm not going to have to do a major rewrite. Um, and and um, that is, I've heard that from others that they, do you write it, do you use just get type it into the computer? Do you write it? I mean, different people have different oh, ways. Oh, I, I, I know that they do, and I, I I, have to type it in because I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> but also, I... Yeah, that would be my I, problem. I just find that I can edit so easily, and I could really see the words. There's something that happens to me when I'm at the computer and I'm typing. Um, I, it, I, I'm, it's almost transportive. Um, I know that some people have that experience when they write on a pad of paper, but I just don't know how people can do that. I, I, I couldn't, I would just, I would, I don't know how people can do it, but I know they do. Of all the things you do, what is your most favorite thing? Of all the things I do? Well, I have... I really love the writing, the creative writing, writing the novels, writing the screenplays. I, I love it. The other thing I love, and it's very different, is cooking. <laughs> and so it's such a break from writing, but it's creative in its own way. I, I develop recipes, and I love that because I love cooking and entertaining or co- knowing I'm making a nice meal for my family. And it's just very uh, – I've always loved that. You know, I cooked in the kitchen with my mom and grandma growing up. I'm the oldest of six kids. And my parents loved to have parties and entertain with the family and neighbors and things like that. So I grew up in that environment, and I also incorporate that into my novel, Lady in the Window, because I think there's something about cooking and sharing a meal together with friends and family where there's conversation, there's laughter, there's love expressed. It's such a wonderful feeling of it's not only filling your stomach it fills your soul you know that i own 12 sets of dishes (laughs) and i don't cook all the time but when i do have a dinner party i want it so now that i have all these dishes yeah you know who just joined us one of your dear friends that introduced me to you barbara Berg. Barbara, Hi, Barbara. Oh, I love Barbara. Hey, everybody. I would miss this for the world. 12 sets of dishes. I know yeah. I've got to check those out. <laughs> yeah, if you ever need a party, I have 12 sets of dishes, 12, wow. 12 sets of dishes. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I love dishes. I don't know why I have this thing, but I don't, I'm not a, I live alone, so I don't really cook. 
But I do have people over once in a while, and I love a beautiful table with, you know, everything. But, you know, have you noticed that the newer generation, they're not really into that. They prefer paper plates or whatever. I don't know. At least my my kids do. And they're all, you know, professionals with great jobs, but they don't really care about all that other stuff. Well, I want to, uh, Marianne, it's been wonderful. I'm going to... Thank you. Um, let everybody know how they can reach you again. I did do that when sure. I read your whole bio, which is amazing. So tell Absolutely. them again how they can reach you, and then we'll go. There's and then two, I'll switch into two, yes. Um They can reach me at Marianne Redini Spencer, and that's M A R Y A N N R I D I N I Spencer dot com, or just go to simplydeliciousliving dot com. That's my blog. But either way, they'll get to me. Is it free to get on your blog? Get uh, you copy every you know get the update of your blog all the time. Yes, I mean I I'm constantly okay. everything's always updated. Okay, well as soon as Thank you get the you. cover of your new book, you send it to me and I'll uh, get it Nappy to post it on the e newsletter that comes out every other oh, week. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, it's been a pleasure. Take care. I'm sorry we had a little we had a little air problem. I don't know what happened, but you know how no it goes problem. sometimes. Yes. All right. Thank you. Take care. Hey. All right, Barbara. My oh, beautiful Robbie, friend. So good to hear your voice. Uh, you're having such a ball. I saw you. Um, what do they call it when you go down this um, long? Um, Thing, you slide down or something oh my on gosh, your trip? Zip lining, running around south of Cancun. It was just Playa del Carmen. It was, it was like Never Never Land for adults. I loved it. Is it because I'm, you know, I'm going on this cruise with a bunch of Nafi women on the 18th, and I think Catalina has zip lining. Do you think it's something I could do? Absolutely, Robbie. They will hook you right in, and you will enjoy every second of it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to can. Give it a shot. Yeah, my Yeah, I'm going to try. Well, listen. I want to know. I mean, you've got three books. So, let's talk about your three books. Um, let me tell everybody a little bit about you. You're a speaker, a licensed clinical social worker, a practicing psycho in psychotherapy, and the author of three published books. So, let's talk about your books and how how do you switch from one thing to the other? How did you get into Ring Shui? Let's share that information. That was so wild, Robbie. My first book, What to Do When Life is Driving You Crazy, came out. And I happened to be wearing rings on both of my middle fingers. And I was carrying an air about me of I don't need anybody, which is totally opposite of what you get for success. I was in that I can do it my way, and I, I got isolated, went through a divorce, and everything went wrong. That was possible. And then I started writing my second book about, wait a second, it's not just whether or not you get rid of him. What's going on with you? And just at that time, someone I really admire and listen to his advice, actually, he said, Barbara, those middle finger rings are going to keep you in complex isolation, and you think just getting rid of your husband was the issue, you have a lot of stuff in you to get cleaned up and look at. I just listened to him, moved my rings, and my life has improved. And you always say, show up. And I have to say, the more I show up to get help, 
the better it is. And when you're wearing middle finger rings, quite often you don't know that. So, Robbie, it came into my life, and I could never have dreamt it would have, but it did. Well, I know that every time you, you're you're a fabulous speaker. So Thank anybody you. needing a speaker is they you, they need to call you because you're amazing and everybody loves it. And and we we always see all those girls that have the middle ring on, and you automatically uh, jump you know say to them, hey, you know, and then they explain that their life isn't going that well, and then they switch it, and all of a sudden things change. So the knowledge that you've given, learned about this is just amazing. So thank you. What yeah. what is the what is the most fun thing that you do? I mean, you 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 write books and you also, you know, uh, are a social worker. So what is the thing you like to do the most? I, I have to tell you this, Robbie. The ring sway opens doors and conversations so quickly. Like last week when I was in Cancun with another couple and my husband, George, there was a young man there and he ran the entertainment and he was full of life. He was from the Dominican Republic and he had two thumb rings on and I could just feel his energy. I just did. And I was drawn to speak with him. And I said, you know, you give and give and give because that's the thumb ring person. And you give so much, but it doesn't always come back. And he said, yes, it's taken me so long to get here and I still feel it. And he moved his rings to his index feeling fingers where the manifestation is. And we had this bond for like five days just interacting that way and we spoke so deeply just beginning with the rings i love that the most that can start a conversation anywhere the rings are fun they're deep and you get inside your own soul so quickly it to me it's magic i love it i love all the rings that you bring when you come to do your talk they're amazing i like the big ones thank you you Thank you. And I have more big ones for April 22nd. I cannot wait. So the ring shui has opened my heart and opened my life. And another thing I realized about the middle finger ring wearing is I have been overly protective of myself as if I had something that someone could take away from me. And now I realized I was taking away from my own self opportunities. So wherever I am, when I can be open to other people and not be protective of some small thing and and living out of lack, I only have everything to gain. And that's what I learned from the ring thing, from the writing, the speaking, the therapy. It's what can we bring to each other and open up our hearts and, and even get my shoulders to stand upright. Well, I think, too, that, it, you know, doing some of the social work that you have to do, in the, you know, because you get called in and some of the really crazy things that having yeah. the, the ring thing kind of can bring you back that you're not so stressed out of all the stuff that you have to listen to and go through. It, it, so, thank you. It really makes it helps my heart sing. I, I do love the depth of the uh kind of weeping through tragedy and being with people as they go through um, incredible issues that are happening on, in, this, uh, in this time period. And I, I know that I always have a ring shui engagement planned at this point, so I know that I can go to that and I feel refreshed and I can come back to the other parts. So I get to pull from so many sides of my own heart, and I'm, I'm thankful. Uh, do you have any plans to write any more books? I'll tell you, Robbie, 
I'm looking at uh, another edition of my first book, What to Do When Life is Driving You Crazy, and I'm working on the concept right now about how do we get into the trail with some of our closest people. How does that happen? I mentioned a little bit about at the workshop we did last year over at NAFI, but how is it that we get so close to people and then we set ourselves up to get betrayed without realizing it? or even uh, situations at work. And then also I call the deadly 50% theory where we come out of a situation and something looks a little better and it looks like it's good for us, but it still leaves us in a hole because we haven't learned enough before we move to the next job or to the next love. So there, those are two right. pieces I want, to, I want to add to so that we can really refine our choice-making and our decision-making so we don't leap out of the pan into the fire. I'm really looking at that. I think that would be great because I just heard of three episodes just this week of three different people who, you know, trusted and are going through some betrayal. And, you know, and yes. it just has broken yes. their heart. So they don't know yes. what 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 should they do. Do they just hang in there or do they get out and just, you know, lick their wounds and move on? So something like that is going to be amazing. I don't know. Maybe it's what's going on in the world that's got everybody, I don't know, it's just crazy. But it's so sad because. It is sad, Robbie, and it's deep. And Yeah? What would I say to all that? Yeah. I think it's very important for each one of us to go inside ourselves and recognize when, is, when do we tap our own abilities to make a decision or deal with somebody, and when do we have to ask for either a dear friend, a consult from a professional, or even a therapist, because sometimes it's hard to tell whether a situation, a job, a relationship, etc., is worth negotiating and discussing further or if it's futile and it's time to pull out, and how do you pull out so you leave as little negative residual as possible? Very, very delicate issues are happening around the world right now in our own lives, and we're all having to rise to our best occasion. And we don't want to just blow up the whole ship and blow up the good points too. Robbie, we're having to make more definitive decisions more than ever now. I'm seeing this everywhere I go. It takes much yeah, more too. insight and much more asking for help sooner. And you have, I know. Uh, don't you think uh, that people need to listen to their intuition more? A lot of times they they get the message, but then they bring it up to their head and they say, oh, maybe I interpreted it wrong. What do you say about that? You know, it's very interesting. And also the older we're getting, I think that we've we need to realize that's pretty good intuition we have. We just often don't use it. It seems to be, Robbie, you tell me what you think. There seems to be less margin for error now. It seems to be like in the past, like if you let something blow over, maybe it wasn't so bad. But now things blow up more quickly. So we need to address it sooner rather than later. I think many of us would hate to do anything to rock any kind of boat. And I think we need to bring something up sooner rather than later, and that's a scary way to do it. Uh, interestingly enough, if you go to www.nvc, Nonviolent Communication, it's a system I've learned to share with others on how to bring something up with another person 
while you're still on the same team so you can talk about something that could be going in the wrong direction before it actually blows up in your face. We often leave it till we can't tolerate it anymore. And I think that's one of the most biggest issues in communication. We wait too long. And a lot of times people don't want to confront the person. Absolutely. And we're so afraid. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of hurting someone. But I think the longer we go without saying anything, the more the hurt and the betrayal occurs. And we don't so like to is, think anybody could do anything wrong. Yeah, that's that's true. So uh, you're going to be a vendor at our conference. Tell me some of the things you plan to have there, and then also um, let's give the people your website so they can learn more about you. I sure will. I'm looking to have there's a there's a company I like as a vendor called Anju. And they're lovely rings, they're well-priced, they're well-made, and they're good for your index finger for when you're putting new ideas out in the world. And it has, a, it has a beautiful feeling when you wear this ring. You can put thoughts out in the world and you still feel safe within yourself to hold your ground and safe within yourself to share with each other. And I think we're all looking for ways to know how to hold our own out there. So that's a creative ring. I also have more fun, stretchy rings that are very unusual, different colors, different ways to express ourselves, and also some beautiful, beautiful copies of rings from a company named Jay Good. So I'm learning to get better and better looking rings for really good prices, like unbelievable. And I hope you're going to have your books there. I will have my books there, and I will have the How to Escape the No and Trap. A lot of people are looking into that book even more now. A lot of it talks about decision-making. For instance, if you have a spouse and they insist on having their parent move in with you, and that's been a lifelong issue that you didn't want to get into, what are the options that you can take care of? Could you build another part of the house up really before you do something that you're not sure you want to do or negotiate ways you could make it doable? Don't just keep your mouth shut till you get to it's them or me. Really discuss the issues, whether it's remodeling your house, sending your children to college, letting your adult children move back in your house. We have very big decisions and choices to make now, and we can't just sort of like let it walk through us and not talk about it. We have a lot to talk so, about in each of our lives now. It's scary. I'm, it is scary. So how can, Barbara, how can people, uh, you have several websites, so let's give them your websites. Well, and how they the www. My favorite one right now is the www.ringshui, R-I-N-G-S-H-U-I.com. Allison, my assistant, is doing a beautiful job updating my, my website. So it comes alive much more. It's easier to access. It gives much more information. And I am a cell phone person, Robbie. I love being uh, texted, and I love having calls at the 909 786 7201. I love to talk on the phone. I am one of those baby boomers that just loves it. Well, that's great. And um, I know I've read all of your books and they're amazing. And I am so happy you're going to be with us again this year. The conference is going to be uh, fabulous, as always. And it's all more fabulous that you are going to be there. And I'm also happy that you introduced me 
to Marianne Rodini Spencer. She is an amazing She's a woman. Lot. I can't wait. She, I can't yes. wait to meet her. So anyway, she can't wait to meet almost, you, Robbie. Uh, and I want to talk to you about speaking for South Bay. I finally have a location, so we'll talk off the radio, and we'll get. I'll give you some dates, and you can tell me when you can be there. So I can't wait, Robbie. And we're we're at the end of the show, and I want to I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Sorry, we had a little problem. I don't know what happened in the beginning, but um, I hope that. We'll see you at uh, the conference. And again, Barbara, it's always a pleasure. You are amazing. Always a pleasure, Robbie. Thank, Thank you. So, thanks to you. I'm going to reality uh, rally. It's thanks to you, Robbie. I'm going to be doing the lip sync. Lip syncing is all thanks to you. Oh, good. I'm going to be there, so I'm going to want to see you. Thank you. So, so thank you, and talk and don't to you forget, soon. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget to get your quotes in for the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, I turned them in already, but thanks again. Okay. Bye now.